Hi, welcome to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast, a weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon. I am Lee Campbell-Taylor, the interim pastor here, and Covenant Presbyterian Church is an open, affirming congregation, and we're so glad you found us. Our primary mission is to equip God's people to serve Christ in the world. In our weekly messages, we hope that you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and even challenge for your faith journey. Please listen with us now. Instead of a sermon, our Palm Sunday proclamation of the Word takes the form of an interactive, congregational retelling of the story of Jesus' final days of earthly life. We begin with the exuberant entry into Jerusalem, and we end with an executed enemy of the state. We all, online and in person, take part in telling this story because of a basic tenet of the Christian faith, and that is that Jesus lived and died to bring us all salvation from the power of sin. Now, salvation and sin are inescapably linked, and so we are better able to know salvation as a gift when we pay attention to the destructiveness of sin. That's why we all, all have a role in the story that we're about to enter. So in a few minutes, when Pilate, a non-believing bureaucrat, stands over here and addresses the crowd, asking what we want him to do with Jesus, we will all answer aloud, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. Now, various members of the congregation are presenting various characters in this story, but we are all guilty of the sin from which God saves us. And so, we must all join in the cry, crucify him. This is from the Gospel of Luke, beginning in chapter 19. Jesus went ahead, going up to Jerusalem, and at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples onward. Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you're untying it, just say, the Lord needs it. And so they departed and found it just as Jesus had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? The Lord requires it. And then they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus upon it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. And as he was approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully and with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace and glory to God in the highest heaven. There were also Pharisees in the crowd. Teacher, order your disciples to stop. 
I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. When the hour came, Jesus took his place at the table and the apostles with him. I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. He took a cup and gave thanks. Take this and divide it amongst, among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took a loaf of bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. He did the same with a cup after supper. This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But see, the one who betrays me is with me, and his hand is on the table. For the Son of Man is going as it has been determined. But woe to that one by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to ask one another which one of them it could be who would do this. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. The kings of the Gentiles lorded over them, but this is not so with you. Rather, the greatest among you must be like the youngest, and the leader like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. Simon Peter, listen. Satan has has demanded to sift all of you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your own faith may not fail, and you, when once you have turned back, strengthen others. Lord, I am ready to go to the end of the earth with you, even to prison and death. I tell you, Peter, the cock will not crow this day until you have denied three times that you know me. When I sent you out without a bag, money, or sandals, did you lack anything? But now the one who has money must take it, and likewise a bag. And the one who has no sword must sell his cloak to buy one. For I tell you, this scripture must be fulfilled in me. And he was counted among the lawless, and indeed, it, uh, and indeed what is written about me is being fulfilled. Then Jesus went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. Pray that you may not come into the time of trial. Then he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down, and prayed. Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared and gave Jesus strength. In anguish, Jesus prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like drops of blood falling on the ground. When he got up from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping because of grief. Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. Suddenly a crowd came and the one called Judas, one of the 12, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. Judas, is it with a kiss that you are betraying the Son of Man? Then one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his ear. No more of this. And Jesus touched the slave's ear and healed him. Surrounding Jesus were chief priests, officers of the temple police, and the elders who had come for him. Have you come out with swords and clubs as if I were a bandit? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. And then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the chief priest's house. Peter was following at a distance, and when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, 
Peter sat among them. A servant girl stared at Peter in the firelight. This man also is with him. Child, I do not know him. You also are one of them. Man, I am not. Surely this man also was with him, for he is a Galilean. I do not know what you are talking about. At that moment, the cock crowed. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. Now, the soldiers who were detaining Jesus began to mock him and beat him. They also blindfolded him and taunted him. Prophesy. Who is it that struck you? When day came, the assembly of the elders gathered, and they brought Jesus to their council. If you are the Messiah, tell us. If I tell you, you will not believe, and if I question you, you will not answer. But from now, uh, from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. Are you then the Son of God? You say that I am. What further testimony do we need? We have heard it ourselves from his own lips. The assembly rose and brought Jesus before Pilate. We found this man perverting our nation, forbidding us to pay taxes to the emperor and saying that he himself is the Messiah, a king. Are you the king of the Jews? You say so. I find no basis for an accusation against this man. He stirs up the people by teaching throughout Judea, from Galilee where he began, even to this place. When Pilate heard this, that Jesus was a Galilean and therefore under Herod's jurisdiction, Pilate sent Jesus to Herod. Now when Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had been wanting to see him for a long time because he had heard about Jesus and he was hoping that he would perform some sign. Herod questioned Jesus at length, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the scribes were vehemently accusing Jesus. Herod and his soldiers treated Jesus with contempt, mocking him. Herod put an elegant robe on Jesus and then sent him back to Pilate. That same day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Before that, they had been enemies. Pilate called together the leaders, the people, and the chief priest. You brought me this man as one who was perverting the people, and here I have examined him in your presence and have not found this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. Indeed, this man has done nothing to deserve death. I will therefore have him flogged and release him. Away with this man. Give us Barabbas. In prison for insurrection and for murder. Pilate wanted to release Jesus. And as for this man? Crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. What evil has he done? I have found in him no ground for the sentence of death. But they kept urgently demanding with loud shouts that Jesus should be crucified, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate gave his verdict, granting their demand 
he released Barabbas and handed Jesus over as they wished. As they led Jesus away, they seized Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, and laid the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A great number of people followed, and among them were women who were wailing for Jesus. Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children, for the days are surely coming when they will say, blessed are the barren. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, fall on us and to the hills, cover us. Two criminals were led away to be put to death with Jesus. When they all came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. They cast lots to divide his clothing. The people stood by watching, but the leaders scoffed at him. The soldiers also mocked him, offering him sour wine. There was an inscription over Jesus reading, this is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals kept deriding him. If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Are you not the Messiah? Save yourselves and us. Do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we have been, we have been condemned justly. For we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Truly, I tell you today, now it was about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, Jesus breathed his last. When the centurion saw what had taken place, the centurion praised God. Certainly, this man was innocent. And when all the crowds who had gathered for this spectacle saw what had taken place, they returned home, beating their breasts. But Jesus' acquaintances, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching. Now, there was a good and righteous man named Joseph, who, though a member of the council, had not agreed with their plan and action. He came from the Jewish town of Arimathea and was waiting expectantly for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. He took it down, wrapped it in a linen cloth, and laid it in a rock-hewn tomb where no one had ever been laid before. The women who had come with Jesus followed and saw the tomb and how Jesus' body was laid there. And then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. The Sabbath was beginning, so they rested according to the commandment. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be, Thanks be to God. God. Thanks for listening to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast. I invite you to visit our website covpresatl.org, that's C-O-V-P-R-E-S-A-T-L.org. There you'll find current worship information, links to our live Sunday morning streaming service, 
and our full archive of recorded services. You'll also find out more about us and how to get in touch. I wish you well in these strange times. God is with us. Grace and peace to you.